Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Abdullah Kibshavaz, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. What do you want to talk about today? Oh, there's there's nothing going on. Once again, it's another quiet day at Indiana. There's nothing going on. Uh, the, the 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 birds are chirping. The the flowers are asleep. I guess so. Okay, so it's all peaceful and quiet. Here is my uh, here is my question for you: a media credit question. <laughs> okay, and let's. I'm going to ask you. This is going to be a huge risk here. But I'm going to ask you to put your own ego aside and give me a fair answer here. You put my ego on the shelf? Yeah, just okay. I mean, I know it would be very hard for you to do, but I... use I, both hands, i tell you that. You and I were talking about this yesterday. Obviously, Mike Braun has announced he's running for governor, and we'll get into all that here in just a second. But you reported in what we do on this show. It was on this show, right? september Yeah, back in September, yeah. That he was going to run for governor. Mike Braun was going to run for governor. You said you said he'd made phone calls, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, Okay, so you said he was going to do it in September, but yesterday, technically, Adam Wren was the first person to report he had filed the paperwork. So who would I actually give the credit to when I say this person was the first to report Mike Braun is running for governor? Both. Okay. You'd you, you give it both of us. I reported back in September that he was planning to run for governor. Uh, he's going to wait till after the election to file, but he'd been talking to county chairman. Uh, that he was going to file, and then Adam broke the story that he actually had filed f- to run for governor. How does that work? Like, how do you're in the reporter breaky news business? Does somebody just call you up and go, "Hey, you might want to check this. This is up on the website. This has happened." Like, what? Because you got to file that at the Secretary of State's office, right? So how do, how do you how do you get the news that someone has filed to run? You get an email from Adam Wren. No, no. How did he get the email? Somebody had to tell him. That's what I'm saying. Like, how does this how does this happen in the in the? Uh, does somebody oh, leak that? Pro- out? Yeah, probably somebody leaked it out. And said, hey, by the way, Bob, just so you know, Mike filed. Ah, uh, so you may want to go check that out. Are you surprised before we get into the nuts and bolts of him filing that he didn't break the story himself? He being Mike Brown, like he didn't come on, like he's friends with Hammer and Nigel. He didn't come on with Hammer and Nigel. Why would you let someone in the media just kind of just? passingly break the story versus hey i'm coming on here we're gonna get a big hit we're gonna get all these listeners i'm gonna make the announcement i'm waltzing my backside down there tomorrow at 9 a.m to file let's go uh sometimes it's just easier just to politely file and say nothing it's, it's part it's part of a it's part of a campaign strategy yeah you can either may have a big announcement hey i'm gonna file i'm filing you know you go down to the secretary of state's office everybody's with the cameras and you hand them your paperwork mm-hmm. you know you know that sort of thing but as it is the holiday season a lot of people are gone between now and say the say January one, they're taking time off, and that's yeah. so you may not have the most experienced political reporters there. So you just file it, let it go, and then come. Then when you officially make your announcement, that's when you do all the Q and A. Okay, so um, question for you: So we now have two people officially running already: Braun and Eric Doden, who is from Fort Wayne. This seems very early. Like I, I don't know, maybe I'm just off a little bit on this, but wasn't it like? 
used to be like maybe June of the year before the election, people started looking at running and then maybe you might have a person in by, you know, August, September. It just, just seems very early. And it, and it is very early because it's like the campaign never stops. Yes. But also, too, it's a matter of getting out there early enough to start locking up donors like, hey, I'm an officially I'm a candidate. Yeah. You, know, you want to get in my committee? You want to help me out? So, so I can see, I can see doing it from that perspective. Yeah, because it's great for us, right? It gives us things to talk about and helps us keep earning a living. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, if I'm a regular person, I'm like, okay, I just got through the last political thing. If I'm now, a regular person, I'm not paying attention to this stuff. Well, that's a that's a good question for you. Are we just talking to our audience here and nobody really cares about Because I saw it on all the news. Like, I mean, the TV was covering it. I saw some yeah, national yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a worthy news story, yeah. But as far as... People like my wife and yours. Yeah. Unless we're talking about it at home, they're yeah. not, they're they're doing they're doing their Christmas shopping. Yeah. Okay, right now. that's interesting. So the premise of this for Braun, and I guess maybe the same thing for Doden too, is hey, I need to get donors. I mean, Braun, and we'll get to this in a second. It doesn't need as much donor as somebody else might, but it's staff. It's donors. It's you want to be on our team. Don't be on anybody else's team. There's no well, maybe Mike's gonna run. I'm in. Make your choice now. Look at us. We're organized. We're good to go. That sort of thing. Okay. Uh, if you're an Eric Doden and now it's like maybe you're thinking, you know, a year ago, wow, well, there's no real clear front runner. Suzanne Krauts is probably going to run, but she's tied to Holcomb. So in a Republican primary, that doesn't scare somebody. You know, maybe I can kind of be that guy that comes from out of nowhere. And are you looking at this now going, there's no way I'm going to compete with bronze money and money was kind of a thing I was hanging my hat on because he's a apparently a prolific fundraiser. Are you kind of sitting today going, uh, maybe there's a job in the administration somewhere. No, no. If, you, if you're Eric Doden, you you knew this was going to happen at least back in September when I reported it was going to yeah. happen. So if you haven't gotten out by now, like okay, we got you made. You, of course, you have to adapt your strategy accordingly. Yeah. Because you got Mike Braun, you got Suzanne Crouch, Eric Doden, probably one or two other people. By the time it's all said and done, uh, you, you Eric Eric Doden's strategy is to hit rural Indiana. That's that's Eric Doden's strategy. And there, but are there enough votes? I mean, is there enough votes in? I'm just picking a place. I'm not meaning to pick on this place. Connorsville. Are there enough votes in the Connorsvilles of the state to offset? Wow, Mike Braun is going to spend a gajillion dollars blanketing the Marion and the Donut counties. Uh, we will see, because uh, Doden's trying to sort of uh, capture the capture the rural areas because in a in a, in a Republican primary, Indiana's Republican areas are Indiana's rural areas are very Republican. So that's why uh, Doe's been sort of focusing on rural Indiana, like you know, small towns yeah. and you know the the flag and the barbecue and the parade and sure. the veterans and all the all the stuff that goes along. Yeah. With, with all that, I grew up in small town Indiana. I learned the value of hard work, and my parents <laughs> taught me that you never get a free. Uh, the, 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 you you, yeah. you know this stuff writes itself. Oh yeah, sure. It's it's, it's, it's almost comical to to a certain degree. Uh, however, with that said, Doe's trying to sort of capture. He figured he can compete in in a, in a Fort Wayne and Central Indiana. And because Mike Braun is from down in southern Indiana, so what he's trying to do is sort of capture as much the rural the rural vote as pop as, as possible for the primary in May of 2024. Okay, so you know that you and I we are well we we hate taking credit for being right, and you know it's just one of the burdens that comes with this job is how often we are right. And so I don't mean to talk about us being right here because we want to do it. I just feel like it's it, we're right because we were. What is the it's germane to the conversation. That in 2018, actually go back to 2017, Mike Braun, there was some poll out, and Mike Braun was a, for this U.S. Senate primary was in like 1%. And you and I both said, I think it was on this show, in fact, uh, that's how long we've been doing this, that uh, th that 
this guy is going to win. That this guy, it doesn't matter what he's polling at right now in December of the year ahead of the uh, primary, that this guy is going to blanket the airwaves with his money. Rokita and Messer are flawed candidates, at least inside of a Republican primary. Mike Braun's going to win. And everyone laughed at us and said, ha, ha, ha. And then he ended up not only winning, I think he won pretty easily. But I don't, I say all that saying, this time I'm not sure I get the same vibe from that, that infinite money blanketing the airwaves is going to do him as much good. It may be enough good, but I don't think it's going to do as much good as it did the last time. Well, because now Mike's got a record. Yeah, right. Perfect. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, we'll get to the second. So, so I'm not out of the ballpark here to say I don't think his infinite money is going to help him as much as his infinite money helped him in 2018. Exactly, because once again, he's got a, he's got a record. He's got votes. He's got establishment. People are already going through uh, his votes as they are right now in yeah. the U.S. Senate. Uh, he had the controversy with the Black Lives Matters organization, the police department, a while back. So. It'll 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 help, but I don't I don't think it's one thing to have a sort of a clean slate, right? Where where he was just a state representative and a school board member, right? Okay, so let's talk about that because my deal, and I said this yesterday with Braun, and I'm sure the Republicans are going to get mad at me like they always do, is I'm not going to be a Braun butt kisser because he's got a record, and the record, and I'm going to just start at the Indiana State House, at least for me, is not great. I mean, Mike Braun no longer gets to say, right? I'm the outsider. You have spent, you have been office hopping. You have clearly wanted to be in the various public offices. You have used your infinite wealth to acquire these public offices. You don't get to run this time and say, I'm an outsider. I don't want to be a part of these people. You clearly really want to be around these people. Yeah, the, the, the outsider thing only works for so long. You're right. The outsider thing only works one time. Yes, absolutely. Up, up That's to your correct. first election. Once, once you get elected, sorry, you're, 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 you're yep. as much part of the problem as, as anything else. Yeah. Now, it's one thing to say, well, I went up there and I fought for this. I fought for this. I fought against this. Okay, but what did it happen? Yeah, well, okay, then how how well did you fight? Right. Maybe you want to check your your fighting techniques a little bit. But no, uh, no, no. Mike can't say he's an outsider anymore. Uh, he, he just can't do it because he's no longer an outsider. Right. And his voting record, when you're not an outsider, your actual voting record becomes more relevant. And let's face it, and you could say it's good, you could say it's bad, but his voting record as a member of the Indiana House of Representatives, which he was before he was a United States senator, is very straight down the line establishment Republican. I mean, he voted for, you could say they're right, you could say they're wrong, you could say they're whatever. All those Holcomb tax increases that the rest of the uh, Republicans voted for in 2017, Braun was right there. His voting record as a member of the House was very Grow government, more taxes, more fees, more more all of those things, right? His 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 every vote he's taken, whether it was a a final vote or a first or first second to read it, second amendment vote, every vote Mike Brown has ever taken is now officially fair game. Yeah. So for someone like me, uh, I'm going to need a very clear explanation on why you thought the largest tax increase in Indiana state history that goes up every year without discussion was a good idea. I mean, I'm going to need an answer on that because. In the U.S. Senate, it's easy to go there, especially when you're in the minority, right? He's been in the minority uh, at least two of the years. So, I mean, he basically had what? What, basically two years in the majority and two years in the minority, and they'd already passed the tax reform, I think, by the time he was in the majority. So it's really easy to go in there and go, I was fighting against bigger government. I was fighting against Chuck Schumer. I was fighting against Nancy Pelosi. I voted no on all these things. When you were in the majority and the party bosses here at the state level came to you and said, you're doing this, you said, Yes, sir. Where do I pull that? Uh, where do I pull that green lever? Well, that that that's that's a bit uh, histrionic, but but I but I, I see your point, so so to speak here. No, what what Mike is going to have to do is uh, go through 
He's got to spend the next uh, two years doing is defending his record. Yeah, that's what that's what that is going to be Mike's job or or Mike's number one priority. And so if Mike is smart, and I'm and I'll, I'll say he is, is he's going through every vote he's ever done and make sure you got an explanation for every single one of them. Yeah. And now is the time to do it. Do it now in 2023 because it's going to be too late in 2024. All right. So I'm going to publicly put this out there, and I'll do this on the air today when we're on the uh, when you're on the Kendall and Casey show. Uh, Standing invitation for Mike Braun to come on and explain that gas tax vote. Now, Republicans, most of them, are uh, very hesitant to uh, sit down, even though I'm very nice, as you can vouch for. I mean, we've been friends <laughs> for years. I'm very nice. They're very hesitant to come in and explain voting records on things I'm affiliated with. Will Mike Braun come on and explain why he voted for the largest tax increase in Indiana state history and how he is an outsider despite running for one public office after another? I think eventually he will. Okay, I'm gonna. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay, the other player, obviously, as we said right now, is Suzanne Crouch. If we were ranking these people in order, it would be like Braun's the favorite right right now, then Crouch, then Doden. Is that that be the three the order? Um, it depends on what your criteria is. Is it is it winning? Fun, is, is it fundraising? Is it winning? No winning. Is, is it name recognition? Well, you see, it it is. It's just way too early to say who's going to win. Or who could win right now? Yeah, but there's be, be, always there's always like uh, there's always like rankings, right? There's the preseason college basketball or college football rankings. They don't mean anything. But I, just, I think it's more like spring training in baseball. Yeah, I mean, when, when the Cubs actually win a game in Arizona, <laughs> but it doesn't mean a damn thing. I don't say it means anything, but I'm saying for us, if you were to say right now, the most likely scenario would be Mike Braun enters this race that means nothing right now. The favorite, right? I mean, name, ID, money. Whatever I, I I say because of the because of the news cycle we've been talking about it for a while I would say technically Mike could be considered the front runner yeah. but it, it's just way too early to talk about Suzanne Crouch's problem in a Republican primary is going to be and look she is a prolific fundraiser she is a very nice person but she is a killer I can say this I've worked for Suzanne Crouch uh, and 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 she is not going to be someone to be taken lightly her problem is going to be in a Republican primary who clearly there is a big swath of the Republican Party who loathes the governor. How are you going to defend working with a governor for six years actually, and not saying nothing? Actually, here's what here's what uh, Suzanne's Crouch's strongest point is in, the, in a in a crowded gubernatorial primary, is in a in a crowded gubernatorial primary she sort of has that reverse Donald Trump effect. Uh-huh. Uh, Donald Trump has like 40 percent of the Republican vote regardless. Yes. That's sort of his floor and his ceiling. Uh, and I think Suzanne Crouch has that. And so if you got Mike Braun, Eric Doden, and you know a couple other people, I think Suzanne technically wins because she's got her forty her thirty five forty percent. Because remember, you don't need a majority to win a primary; you just need a plurality. Oh yeah. So your so your theory is, hey, if there's six people running, that's probably better for Suzanne Crouch because the Holcomb people. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see what you're saying. I'm looking at it as, wow, she's going to have to convince those uh, people who hate Holcomb to vote for her, and that's going to be a tall order. And you're saying, no, she don't care about those people. She wants the people who like Holcomb, and that's what's going to help her. I'm, in the I'm, I'm, I'm not saying she doesn't care about those people. I'm saying her priority. Uh, is, uh, her priority is to get the Holcomb people yeah, to vote so, for her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because she wants to win. So I was looking at it all wrong in the sense of she is looking to shore up because that Holcomb group is 30 35% of the Republican Party still. And if she gets those people, well, she wins anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Brilliant. <laughs> so this is why I, I have a headache this morning, because thinking about all this stuff, last night's like, wow, okay. You know, see. I never, I, seriously, I, I, I not thought about it that this way until right now. That that is a really great way to think about it. That she's saying, if I get the Holcomb people, I will likely win if there's enough people running. Yeah, 
FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Gendel, Abdullah Gibshabaz, program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, so the governor's race appears to be coming into focus. Let's turn our attention to now what will be a open U.S. Senate primary. I actually think the Senate primary is going to be more interesting than the governor's primary. Am I wrong? No, you're not. And uh, like, I, like I've said before, and I'll say this again, when Mike Braun officially decided to run for governor, the... I will not say the dominoes began started to fall because it's not a game of dominoes; it's a game of political Jenga. Yeah, where you pick where you pick those like little bricks, and you got to put one brick on yeah. top of the other one to stop the whole thing from falling down. Because now that Mike Brown's running for governor, you got Jim Banks is going to be running for the U.S. Uh, Senate. He's in. He's going to do it. Uh, I'm 90 percent sure Jim Banks is going to do it. Had, also, had Banks been elected to party leadership because he ran for whip in the House, had he been elected whip, would he have been, been running for Senate? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, you got Victoria Sparks, who's yeah. more likely going to do it. Uh-huh. And so you got Jim in the third, Victoria Sparks in the fifth, which opens up those two seats. Yeah. And that's why I jokingly said, I think I took a the cheat sheet. Anybody who's not running for Congress yeah. <laughs> in 2024, take a step forward. Okay, so let's talk about Banks and Sparks, because those are the two names you hear the most, are the two most likely to run. I think that's going to be a. a uh, that's going to be that may be the best Republican statewide primary we've ever had in the state of Indiana because those two are pretty good candidates. They're both conservative candidates, and uh, they are going to be giving up an easy, cushy job to try to get a promotion. And as Marlon Stutzman, and I'm not saying this is an insult to, to Marlon because I, I like Marlon a lot, but and Luke Messer the same thing. If you're a congressman and you lose and you're not a congressman anymore, nobody remembers you. Nobody cares. So, you, like, everything that would be on the line if Jim Banks and Victoria Sparks are going to give up U.S. US House, safe U.S. House seats to run for Senate. Well, but also you got to remember, too, is uh, if you're if you're the same, cause say Luke Messer, when Luke Messer lost, uh, Luke Messer also had other stuff that he could do. Because Luke Messer was more of your establishment type. Yeah, type yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying in terms of, like, when you go to the dinners and the lunches and the ribbon cuttings and the blah, blah, blahs, when you're a congressman, oh, my gosh, the congressman is here right this way. Step right up. May I get you an extra seltzer, sir? If you're just a lobbyist or whatever afterwards, well, yeah, remember that guy. He used to be your congressman. Those people need to be loved. They need to be <laughs> held. They need to be told how important they are. Wow, they sound like me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, you know now that you now that you say it. I... <laughs> when you put it like that, Abdul. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think it'll be interesting because uh, you've got to remember Victoria uh, is also very wealthy. Yes, she's got uh, the property uh, around Indiana. So I think if she did not win, she'll be fine. Jim Banks is a little bit different because Banks has been uh, elected official for so long. Yeah, I think it, I think it'd be a little a little trickier for him. But Banks has got contacts all over the place, so I don't think they'll be they'll be forgotten, so to speak. Uh, but I, I do think, though, it'll be an interesting race, and I actually think it'll be a clean race. I don't oh, think, that's I, too bad. No, I don't, I don't think I don't think Banks or Sparks will get, like, dirty, 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 because I, I do think if they do, then it's what's called the dead man switch. Yeah. It's, 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 it's war games. You know, put the keys yeah. in, you know, turn it, and... Yeah, what's the problem with that? That'd be great for us. 
<laughs> Aren't that is that why these people are here? They're here for us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way to look at it. If, if you're so, I think that's a fascinating race too because you have t- two people who are entering that race pretty equal, right? In the sense of they're both Congress people. They're both liked by conservatives. They both have the ability to fundraise, and they're from different parts of the state. So I think that's a pretty interesting race when it starts. Yeah, for the, and remember, it's just those two for right now. Right. Uh, there's still other people who could get in. Uh, I, I sent a text message to Trey Hollingsworth yesterday. Yeah. Like, hey, Trey, how's it going? I'm doing good to talk to you. Hope you have things in. Holidays are going well. So you run for governor or U.S. Senate, dude? What's going on? Yeah, because Trey Hollingsworth is another one who enters with infinite wealth, in this case, infinite family wealth, but he has proven before that he can turn that into an electoral success. And at least in the case of Sparts and Banks, if he's running for U.S. Senate, he's from another part of the state. Exactly. You got northern, southern, and central Indiana all sort of competing for uh, uh, attention there. Uh, uh, Trey told me that, uh, I'm going to put this in the next uh, cheat sheet, but I'll just give you a little preview right now. Basically, he said he's trying to make up his mind as to whether he's going to run for governor or or U.S. He's like, Wh- whichever I can do. Do best to serve, you know, the people of Indiana. Oh, the ser- it's always about serving the people. It's amazing. It's always when they're running, it's always about serving the people. And then when they get in there, it's about self-service. Oh, yeah, that too. Now, I will say Hollingsworth, and I think he's probably mad at me right now because I've said some not-so-nice things about him. I used to really like Hollingsworth, and then he voted for the January 6th committee, and that was ridiculous. But I will say, for the most part, he did a fairly good job on his actual voting record, other than for January 6th, which good luck winning a Republican primary voting for the January 6th committee. That was a very odd vote that he made, and I would be fascinated to see that. So you think he's definitely running for something? Uh, he may be. I'm, we're going to circle back again around the first of the year. Okay. Uh, let's switch gears. By the way, Rob Kendall, Abdul Kipchavaz, the program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Uh, on the Democrat side, I've heard z- zero names for U.S. Senate for the Democrats, so let's focus on governor. Is Jennifer McCormick, the former superintendent, uh, Holcomb, who Holcomb and Hupfer loved and supported and endorsed and told everybody at convention to vote for. She is she the Democrat like like the likely nominee for the Democrats. She is the she's well technically she is right now because she's the only one who's filed. Uh, oh, is she has she filed? Is she, she in? She's filed an exploratory committee uh, uh, to run for governor. Uh, she did that a while back. I found out uh, because I wrote about I wrote about uh, Governor McCormick question mark in the, yeah. in the most recent cheat sheet. Uh, her thing is like like. Education obviously is her her big issue, her big thing. Um, I think the challenge for Jennifer will be is uh, a raising money because they they have a goal of like raising like five million dollars. Oh, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Particularly uh, with the teachers unions sure. not not having as not having as much uh, financial clout as they used to. Right. As they used to have. Uh, but no, she is she is running. She's got a, she has a uh, small team together of, of folks. Uh, who are sort of getting getting her organized and, and good to go. Is there anyone else on the Democrats? Side? Joe, like, Joe Donnelly is not coming back to run for governor or U.S. Senate again, right? No. So, Joe, I mean, Joe's, is, Joe's having coffee with the Pope. Right well, I'm now. saying, I mean, the, 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 why would you do that to yourself, clearly based on the results of the most recent election and then Woody Myers before that? Uh, I mean, is there any is there anybody else that you say, wow, this is a really interesting person in terms of running for statewide public office as, as a Democrat? I could see maybe Destiny Scott Wells running again. Oh, jeez, that's it. Uh, but like I said, it's it's. Like oh, the- I know, but I mean, clearly now, I guess December the year ahead of the uh, of the primary is uh, the timetable now. Yeah, I mean, apparently. Uh, but what what is interesting about uh the, about the Indiana Democrats is. Uh, what what has to happen for Democrats to be competitive is they've got to run candidates literally 
everywhere. You yeah, know, you can't just stick to one part of the state that's very heavily Democratic. That's not going. That's not going to do it for you. Uh, so it didn't do it for you for the past ten years. It's not going to do it for you uh, in the next election cycle. Yeah. So, so I, it'll be interesting to see uh, who Democrats pick to run for Senate, who they pick to run uh, for governor. Yeah, that's interesting because, like, it, it, on the U.S. Senate side, if it's Banks or Sparts, I might I might end up voting for a Republican for U.S. Senate. I don't I don't see that happening based on the current governor's crop. I don't know that for sure. Maybe Mike Braun will totally wow me with plan to get rid of every single tax in the Indiana code. I don't know, but I just, I feel like I might actually be able to support a Republican for U.S. Senate. Well, which, Sean Rainwater runs again. Well, he ain't running for Senate. He's going to run for governor. That's mm-hmm. my point. Like, I mean, I, I think I, I probably would be there. I don't know for sure. I mean, again, maybe maybe uh, Doden's got the greatest tax plan ever and I'll support him. Real quick, though, you mentioned this. If Banks and Sparks get in, then that opens up not one but two congressional districts. I want to focus on the fifth because that is where we are at here in central Indiana. And look out because I might have a politician that actually likes me if indeed <laughs> this happens because, as you mentioned in your cheat sheet, if the fifth opens up, a uh, friend of the show, our friend, he's been on this show with us before, filled in for you before, Micah Beckwith would be one of the front runners based on what happened in 2020. Micah Beckwith may run, uh, or we're more likely to run, but Beth Henderson also, who came in second. Yeah, she has infinite money. Yeah, she has infinite funding. Uh, Scott Baldwin, uh, who's a state uh, senator up there, yes. uh, may run. Uh, also, Scott Fadness, uh, Mayor Fisher's uh, may oh, run Oh, yeah, the guy who just arbitrarily shut all the businesses down at like 10 o'clock during Christmas. I remember him. Yeah, I hope he runs. I'd love to talk about him for a whole year. Yeah, yeah. let's let's, let's keep beating that Anyway, horse. keep going. Uh, and then there, then there's like I said, uh, a, a myriad of other candidates who also may run for the fifth, and also get yeah, anyone- Jeter in there too. Yeah, Chris Jeter may run. Um, uh, our good friend Jim Merritt may run for the fifth. What? Yeah, I thought he was uh, going to run for governor. Uh, he may, he may run for the Merritt, fifth. Merritt, I know you'll hear this. Pick a lane, Merritt. You got to <laughs> pick one. Or just take both. Take up both of them. <laughs> um, and then also too, you got to keep in mind is that uh, if you're someone like a Chris Jeter or Scott Baldwin, yeah. and you decide to run for you know the whatever yeah then your seat now opens up yeah which means now other people are going to run for your seats that's why i jokingly said anyone in the fifth district who's not running for public office please raise your hand yeah so that's an interesting point right and it's sort of what we talked about earlier but on maybe a different level because if you're a jeter or a baldwin your seat your senate seat or in the case of ball or in the case of baldwin or your your state house seat in the case of jeter it's pretty safe right like those people are not going to do anything highly egregious that's going to get them voted out so are you really going to risk? Because let's face it, Beth Henderson, as you said, has infinite money. The grassroots conservatives, as we saw in 2020, on a new level, because they'll actually be able to knock on doors, are going to be with Micah. Like, are you looking at that going, okay, I've got a really outside chance of being elected to the U.S. House versus almost 100% chance of being reelected to the Indiana House or Senate. Why would I risk doing this? <laughs> it's not like you're the only person. It's like you enter and go, oh, my gosh, Scott Baldwin, Baldwin is running. He's the de facto frontrunner. Well, what you got to remember is uh, that the politicians have egos. Yeah. Oh, they have, Every morning they, they look in the true. mirror and it's like, hey, I can do blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, okay, fine, whatever, go. Okay. Uh, so speaking of having egos <laughs> and getting into politics, <laughs> would you like to announce anything today? Uh, Not yet. What are you doing? What's going on? What's happening? I am going through the. I'm going to uh, keep ending every show this way until you tell us. Oh yeah, I'm still going through the. They're still going through the the data of uh, the election results. Had, had, had another another thing kind of pop up, sort of put everything on hold for a little bit. Uh, but now that that 
thing I had to do is now officially, uh, I'm basically taking over as parliamentarian for the Pike Township Trustee I Board. I saw this. What does that mean? Um, basically, I run the meetings. Oh. Because it means we're kind of getting out of hand. Uh-huh. And the, the Pike Township Trustee, although she's a Democrat, we're really good friends. We're like yeah. brother and sister. Sure. Because we're like bipartisan. Yeah. No, I think that's great. to go well. Uh, so she asked me, uh, Abdul, would you be interested in taking over as parliamentarian? Yeah. And I said, well, let me think about it. So I thought about it. I said, sure. So we figured it all out. And, great. And so they, they meet a couple times a month. So I'll be basically putting down the hammer on people. Oh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of you, I think of putting down the hammer. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, their, their meetings are starting to get out of control. Okay. Just people sort of shouting out stuff and just- yeah. And and it, it, it's interesting because it's you you think like it's a trustee yeah it's a, it's it's a it's a trustee in, in Marion County Northwest Marion County like what is there to argue about you'd be amazed my friend oh, yeah. actually no you know you would because you've been in local government oh yeah the biggest fights in academia over paper clips and posted yep notes. yep no no <laughs> nobody brought brought out the worst in uh, people at local government meetings like me no I totally can uh, can understand that. Um, so so just you're gonna just like before Christmas after Christmas probably what? probably after Christmas. Oh, come on. Yeah, after Christmas. This is like a television show where I, I thought we were going to have the season finale, and then the season finale says, tune in next year to find out what Abdul's going to do. We'll, we'll, find out, we'll find out who Eric Cartman's father is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, great job as always. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thank you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Abdul Keep Shabazz, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at ATTYAbdul, at ATTYAbdul, and be sure to bookmark Abdul's very fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org, IndiePolitics.org. While you're there, get yourself a cheat sheet subscription. Me, I'm on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall, and you can hear me weekdays, 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. For Abdul Akib Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.